The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Today, we're going to discuss how to effectively dial for dollars. Joining us is Jake Lynn, who is the Chief Growth Officer at the performance marketing agency Equoto and the host of the All Things Telesales podcast, which is a series of in-depth conversations with leaders in all types of phone-based sales, including industries like lead generation, B2B, B2C, SaaS, tech sales, and contact centers. Yesterday, Jake and I talked about how to use AI in the contact center to make the most out of your telesales campaigns. We also talked a little bit about the good and bad of telesales. And today we're going to continue our conversation by talking about the tech stack for converting your leads faster using telesales. Okay, here's the second part of my conversation with Jake Lynn, the founder of the All Things Telesales podcast. Jake, welcome back to the MarTech podcast. Hey, man, let's get dialed in. I get it. I see what you did there. You <laughs> had to have used that line before on your podcast, haven't you? Yes, sir. All right. Well, hey, you know, we're accepting of all different channels of marketing here at the MarTech podcast, anything that uses technology to help people grow their businesses or services. And I, yesterday we talked a lot about the good and bad of telesales. Obviously, it's an effective way to reach people. And you mentioned financial, insurance, all the sort of old schooly type businesses people think of conducting business over the phone. I talked about answering telesales calls from my bank, and yet there are some bad actors who are constantly dialing. We talked about how to get rid of them if we possibly can. Seems like it's impossible. Right. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about the value and the business prop for the people that are interested in telesales. If I am trying to, let's say, generate net new leads, how should I think about how many people I need to call? What's the answer rate? I'm thinking of like, you know, an email. I know my open rate. I know my click-through rate. And then I got to figure out how everything converts on my website. Walk me through some of the metrics of telesales. You hit it right there. You talked about open rates, connection rates. So there's contact rate and there's connection rate, right? There's a contact rate that's saying I'm contacting this amount of people, but some of that could be if we're doing an outbound dial because answer machine detection is not 100% accurate. I don't care what any kind of dialer software out there says. You're at best going to get about 85% accuracy, regardless what anybody says. So oftentimes you're going to have contact rates saying these leads have been contacted X amount of times, but then there's connection rate. How many times have we actually connected to the individual, got them actually on the phone? 
So contact rate gives you some idea because contact centers contain massive amounts of information, right? Lots of data going through there. Just like you mentioned yesterday, you talked about if I answer my phone, that just lets them know that I'm good data, right? Yeah. I just clicked on their email. Now they know that I'm a lead. Now I'm going to get more calls. Exactly. So in the way that like AI, there's some softwares out there that can help connect the dots between the data points and change the way businesses interact with the customers. So when we think in terms of customer experience, and I think you hit it in their outro a while ago was like having happy customers, you know, that's really important too, is making sure that we can have a good customer journey. So I'm really big into like the sales training side of telesales and have a real human interaction. But sometimes I've got to use AI to help speed up that process and keep my closers, my good telesales professionals busy, you know? So essentially what you're saying is you can use auto dialers and whatever is within the rules to place phone calls to understand who was a real person, what's a real phone call, gauge some general interest. And then once you have an understanding of who's interest, then you're going to have the real person give them a call and see if they can actually do the close. Right. There's a software called Drips and there's another one called Tell the Drip. I guess they're competitors of each other. The methodologies that they operate are, I think, the same, but I could be wrong. So basically what the software does, it can do the outbound email dripping them and all that stuff. And then it can generate the phone call. Like, let's say it's an IVR that says, call me back. I'm busy right now. And then it could schedule a call back and it would send a follow-up text message and let the person know, okay, you've got this schedule appointment for this callback, right? So then the callback would go be routed to the actual person, the human agent. So the technology is just automated, a workflow. Think of it as a workflow of, at the end of the day, getting a real person that can tell me yes or no to a closer. That's actually one of the more interesting and seemingly authentic use cases for the auto dialer. If I was, you know, running a, I don't know what the business is, but let's say a B2B SaaS company that had just massive amounts of leads that they needed to filter through. I think that the notion of, hi, this is Ben's SaaS company. We're calling to schedule a meeting with you if you're interested in talking to a real person about Ben's products or services, press one to schedule. Now, that seems like a reasonable use case. Hey, we're calling from Citibank, and we've got a message for you to talk about an issue that you're having with your credit card. And if you're having an issue with your credit card, maybe you actually want to schedule a meeting. That doesn't seem unreasonable. Yeah, you can audibly say, connect me now, or manually press a button to say, you know, hit zero to connect to somebody now. Yeah. How about stop effing calling me, Marriott? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Swipe left. Yes. You can't swipe on the phone. About ready to throw it in the river. Right. We talked a little bit about tech stacks. I believe yesterday you talked about Twilio and Twilio does a lot of different things. And SMS, they do phones. They bought SendGrid, so they're doing email too. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, 
And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. They're part of the Dial for Dollar Tech Stack. Talk to me about what Twilio does and where do they fit into the landscape? It's a really good open source product. So you can do a homegrown solution. You can custom build your own toys, if you will, tech stack to be able to reach people faster. And then there's a lot of like, like I think in terms of like high level CRM is a really cool little CRM that you can plug Twilio into. So there's a lot of white label solutions out there now too, that you can use Twilio to patch into the telephony, to the SMS. And then you're paying a fraction of whatever it is that a lot of these out of the box solutions offer because they're out of the box, right? They have to make money on telephony charges and SMS charges. But if you have any kind of tech knowledge or access to a CTO or anything like that. I mean, obviously the long game could be doing a homegrown solution with Twilio for sure. So we talked about generating net new leads. How do you use the phone to help convert your leads faster? What are the different ways to sort of expedite the not necessarily lead creation process, but the close? Yeah. Getting the customer through their journey as fast as possible. So Basically, really setting that cadence with your systems in place and being able to convert your leads faster. So let's say when the lead comes in through a web form, we want to call them as soon as that lead comes in. And then if they don't answer, then we're going to send them a text message. And then hoping that they obviously will respond to the text message to schedule a callback. You could be able to actually get something on the calendar to schedule a callback. So it really depends on the workflow because telesales to me could be B2B or it could be B2C. So depending on what the current tech stack looks like, do you need a Salesforce integration? Do you need a HubSpot integration? What do you currently have now that's working? And what do you need to add on top of that to help convert leads faster? But I know a lot of B2B people, sales professionals, they like connect and sell. It's a software, it's a dialer that integrates with Salesforce because a lot of B2B SaaS companies are using Salesforce. And I see that a lot of them use connect and sell. I got a buddy. Ryan Rizart, that was just on his podcast, really cool dude. So a lot of B2B sellers use that. And there's another one called Outreach. So basically, you know, it really just depends B2B or B2C because it's different, right? It's different types of customer personas. You got to think and consider the customer persona, which that you're trying to connect with. Yeah, I, I do think that, you know, as much as telesales sometimes can get a bad rap, you are seeing telesales capability integrated into CRMs. 
And my hope is that for businesses whose leads have expressly consented into giving their contact information and, and are open to calls, you're seeing, you know, whether it's Salesforce or Outreach or whatever tool it is. I even think my CRM, I use Pipedrive, has some, you know, set up automations to dial. And that's an interesting way to expedite your lead conversions, getting somebody on the phone, having a real conversation with them. Yeah, for sure. Like you said, I mean, dialing for dollars, but the reality is the ones that are really winning out here, they're focused on dialing for the dialogue. They're looking to have the conversation. They're looking to be of service and not to sell. You know, part of my big motto in the shirts that are printed is compassion before commission. We talk a lot about AI and tech stacks, which is great, but there's nothing like that real human interaction to have a real human conversation. Somebody that is really empathetic. I have these acronyms called BEAST, bold, empathetic, assumptive, servant, teachable. So to be a telesales beast, you have to be bold to have the conversations that are tough to be had. You don't need to have this conversation with your sister or with your daughter. This is a conversation that you know you need to take care of your final expenses. And, you know, we have these conversations. I'm bold, right? I don't know that AI and all that will get there, not anytime soon, to have the mindset and the empathy and all that, right? There's something to be said for being in sales and cutting the shit and getting to what actually matters. And, and honestly, some of the times that's when somebody's probably just about to hang up on you and you're saying, hey, look, have you thought about this? And you know, if they haven't, maybe you catch them as you get engaged in a conversation, never know what happens. Yeah. I got a buddy. He told me this funny story. He's like, I cold called this guy and he's a big Sandler trainer, right? Sandler sales. And I said, this is a cold call. Do you want to hang up? <laughs> And he said, you know what? He turned into a client. He thought I was the dumbest person in the world. And then I asked him what his closing ratios and stuff were. And it was like, yeah, I mean, the real ones out here, we're cutting through the noise. We're not fake. We're authentic. We're just having fun. And uh, we really do want to lose ourselves in the service of helping others. Like there's real sales professionals out here that are using the tech stacks the way that they're supposed to be used and doing the real things that we should do to really connect with people. And to me, connection is currency, right? But the reality is a lot of people have that challenge with connecting with themselves first. They get so caught up in the mundane and stuff like that. They don't take the moment to really work and develop themselves to be a real sales professional. Yeah, you know, there's an art to being on the phone and it's an older medium. It's interesting to hear how the technology has developed to provide more data and basically get the best closers and make sure that you're maximizing their time with the best leads the flip side, it is a rampantly abused channel. As the guy on the other side of the phone, how do you feel when you get called and what's your reaction seeing what's happening sort of broadly in the industry where people are, you know, honestly abusing telesales? Does it piss you off? Does, you know, are you just kind of like, hey, that's the game we play and those people are just trying to make money? Where do you stand? Well, because I love the sales part of it too, like walking somebody through a sales presentation and stuff like that's my thing, right? So it's funny because I got a call from a very well-known sales trainer to buy into his Lightspeed VT training system or whatever, which I have a training system on the same thing, right? So I wanted to hear the pitch because maybe I might want to <laughs> help tweak yeah, the- Borrow some things. Borrow some things or like even give some constructive criticism if it's received. And straight to the, you've heard of BANT, budget, authority, need, timeline. So that's the issue, right? So many people have been trained in, on this old school medium of, I've got to walk them through this BANT. 
But the real true sales professionals understand if I can find the need, I can find everything else. It's nabbit. You got to find the need first. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, man. And that's why it has such a bad perception because people just want to run straight to the, well, how many salespeople do you have on your team? Do you have the budget for this? People, will, especially in B2B SaaS and in any kind of B2B environment, they run straight to the band and the people just hang up. It's the last thing I talk about on my sales pitches. Whenever we get sponsorship leads, we talk to them about what their business is and get some context. And honestly, part of that's just you got to get them talking. Then we talk a little bit about the landscape of our medium podcast advertising. Then we talk about our products. And at the end, when it's like, okay, now you understand, we understand you, we understand how you'd fit into this medium. You understand what it is. Is this something you need? Here's the budget. Is that within your constraints? What's your timing? And, you know, can I put a proposal together for you? Those are the last questions I ask. Exactly. Maybe I should do telesales. Right. I mean, that's why you're successful, right? That's the reality of it is, is that's what separates the ones that are doing it. You know, winners win and losers lose. I don't know any better way to put it than that. Uh, I mean, maybe tires tie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jake, I appreciate you coming on the show, telling us a little bit about telesales. It's been a fun conversation. It's been great to meet you. You're doing a podcast too. Tell us a little bit about what is in your podcast and what people can expect if they decide to check it out. Definitely changing the perception of telesales, right? One podcast at a time. So bringing on celebrity entrepreneurs like Dean Graziosi, we had a great conversation. There's a podcast there you might want to check out called Making the Phone Fun Again with David Meltzer. We talked about the jerky boys days, you know, when people would sit on the phone to get roasted and just having a good time and jamming with the last celebrity entrepreneurs on the podcast. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech podcast. Thanks to Jake Lynn, the host of the All Things Telesales podcast for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about Jake, you can click on the link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can go to his website, which is allthingstelesales.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our once a week newsletters. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S. SHAP. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.